Olson and Wilson Private Capital presents Cincinnati's own Wise Money with the founders Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. That's right, folks. Welcome to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital right here in Cincinnati. Also joining us in the booth today, our engineer, Chrissy Paredes. I'm your host, Spike Spangle. Man, we've got a lot to cover today. Joe, how are you doing this week, buddy? Doing good, man. Crazy week last week and another week and another day. And here we are. Rocking and Bradley, rolling. Bradley, we have a lot of tax topics we're talking about. You excited today? The CPA is like good. bouncing around Sounds the office good. today thinking about <laughs> yeah, talking about Yeah, that's what I hear. Stuff. Tax, tax coming. So. It's like Christmas in January, February. He's ecstatic. Well, in fact, let's jump right into it. You know, uh, tax filing season coming up, our, our retired uh, retirement CPA. You're not really retired. You still do this all the time. You just you, you just kind of got a different focus on wealth management for the folks here in Cincinnati. But uh, tax filing season is really heating up. So when it comes to things like RMDs and our Social Security and regular withdrawals, taxes, ordinary income, what kind of things do we want to be aware of before we walk into our CPA's office here in April? Well, the first thing is make sure you got all your forms. Some places send them, some... Come download times. I feel yeah. like more downloadable now. You know, you get more yep. stuff. Go to the website. Yep. And Make sure you got form. it. I mean, what we focus on is is more of the planning. We don't do returns here, so mm-hmm. thank goodness. Yeah, oh. for sure. It's it's a it's a much more uh, of a planning focus. I think one of the things that that people forget about is they think people think when they take an RMD has to come out in cash, and that's not always true. Ah. You can, Speak you know, especially in the situation that we're in, a, a, a lot of people, well, I'll just set the stage. A lot of people at that age where they got to take RMDs. Required minimum distributions. Require mm-hmm. minimum distributions uh, ended up yeah. investing fairly aggressively. And there were a lot of, a lot of good company stocks that were really beaten up last year. So one of the things I would, that we have people look at anyway, let's phrase it that way. We have people look at is to retitle those assets from an IRA to a Roth IRA. Now that, that conversion is done at their current market value. And if they are, way way down and you re-register them to the Roth and the and the companies straighten out or the economy straightens out and they come back, all that gain is tax free. So mm-hmm. it allows you to re-register those securities at a lower value. On sale. I, I think the impact is as you stop and you just kind of put some financial calculations to it. When you look at the the benefit of a Roth IRA or a a 7702, anything that has a tax-free scenario when you come to take money out, it truly is remarkable, especially if there's time allowing that stuff to grow and to work for you. It truly becomes one of the greatest assets. When we're $32 trillion in debt, and if you look at the history of where we are with taxes currently when it comes to tax rates, it's alarmingly, as much as we see that come out of our check, it's actually low um, historically. And we know 
if Congress does nothing, by the end of 2025, it will revert back to what it was prior to 2017. So you are looking at a, a built-in tax bump. And when it comes to taking money out, it's not what you have, it's what you get to keep. And it's so important, so important to truly understand those assets that you currently have, your hidden debt, the debt that is owed on all of your retirement accounts, 457s, 403Bs, 401Ks, um, retirement accounts, IRAs. Those are so important to understand your tax liability because you really can't, especially if you have a few years left working, you can do some 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 changing and some planning and make monster moves 15, 20 well, they, years down the road. Yeah, they work better if you have time and and time to let you know let the money grow in a in an after tax or tax free basis like in a Roth it makes paying that tax more effective if you let Bradley, that money grow for 10 if years if i may or 15 ask years. you do you we went so i i love what you're saying there so we we've, we've got to do our rmd which now this year we know 2023 is 73 which is great yeah, well, secure I think, at 2.0, little kickback. Yeah. But what I'm curious about is, so if I take my RMD, put it over into a Roth, I still have to wait five years, though, before I can take withdrawals? Or does that not count since it was an RMD and I'm already at the age? Or do I have to wait five years for that growth? Yes, Mike, that's a really good question. W what people need to understand is that when they do a Roth conversion, when that money is converted, it has to age for a lack of a better word in that account for five years and and then it's the the gains everything can be withdrawn uh tax-free if if you're talking about making contributions to a roth the five years starts on the date that that roth is established and if as long as you're over 59 and a half uh any money that comes out of there is assumed to have been in there for the time period since the, the Roth was established. The Roth conversions, however, you got to be a little bit careful with because each conversion has its own five-year window. Okay. But if the, if the uh, Roth was already existing and had already been funded and you convert into that, you can take out the earlier funds. Am I correct no, there? No, no, if you make contributions, any okay. any conversion, those dollars have to age mm -hmm. for five years. Okay. So okay. Enough That's tax why advice. I asked you because I wanted to be sure on that. <laughs> but my point is, don't wait till you got to take your RMDs. Do this tax planning ten years earlier, ah. six at age sixty or sixty-two, because then you've got ten years, or fifteen, or thirty, or however long you live to let that compound interest work for you. And you bought out your partner. You bought the government out of it. They're out of it. <laughs> I, I always love how you, you say, know? buy out that partner, that partner we don't want, well, that's, that's the, Uncle Sam. Yeah, the partner and the partner can, can decide whenever they want. They can increase the amount that they take. Well, they can change their partner. Out. They can change their partnership agreement whenever. Yeah. Legislative risk. You don't yeah. want to be partner like that. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's really important when you're talking about retirement. That's what we're talking about here. And I think this is so important. It's the, what makes us different as, as fiduciaries and independent, co comprehensive wealth managers here is that we have the ability 
to sit down and talk with folks about this stuff. I mean, a lot of times when you're the big box firms, you know, they're not allowed to talk about anything taxes. We're not going to do your taxes. But when it comes to tax planning, a lot of times you're going, well, you got to talk to your CPA about that. It, 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 when we encourage the CPA to have a conversation, to talk with them, but it is a vital part because it is your money. And if you don't address the debt that you owe on that now, you will have to address it when you take it out at a future date at an unknown tax rate. And Lord forbid, if something happens to you and your spouse, that tax burden does go on with that account. When your kids get that money, they have to, under current law, take that out. It used to be over their lifetime. Now it's over 10 years. I mean, Spike, we're talking about folks, we're seeing IRAs at a million, million and a half. That's Mm -hmm. a substantial amount of money that if you have two kids, they're getting a $600,000 beneficiary IRA, and they have to take that out over 10 years. Imagine if they're already in their higher income earning years, you're adding Let's just say they take it out every year, 60000 a year. That is a huge, huge impact on them, especially if it jumps them into a higher tax bracket. So the tax debt doesn't die with you. It continues on, and it's really why it's important when we do legacy planning that we talk about how much money do you have sitting in IRAs, 401Ks, 403Bs, that have not paid the tax debt yet. And it, it is definitely a part of comprehensive planning. It's what we do here. And, and I think it's important right now, folks, if you're listening to this, you're saying, man, I wonder, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. What you need is a plan. It's so important that you truly understand your wealth and what your wealth can do for you. And you cannot get that off the back of a statement. Think about the last statement you looked at. Where does it show you where on that statement? We see thousands of them a year. This is how much money I could take out every month. This is how much money I could take from this account. Where should I start taking my distributions at retirement? You don't have that information on a statement. And if you do, show it to me. It doesn't exist. We see thousands of them. That's why we want to offer. First 15 callers, 844-657-1072. We want to offer you a complimentary, also known as free, because it is. There's no strings attached. We don't know if we want to work with you. You don't know if you want to work with us. But you need a written financial plan put together by a team of our CFPs. And we've seen this thing going for $1,500, $2,000. We've got folks that mm-hmm. are all, th- mm-hmm. that's just crazy. We feel that that should be a fundamental part of retirement planning. And so for the first 15 callers, we want to offer that to folks out there because you clearly need to understand where you could take money from. Where can you start to take that money from first? And how is this money going to last you to and through Retirement, you cannot understand that just off the back of a statement. We have to limit the amount of appointments we make from this because there is a there is a true cost to this. And there is Without a, a lot doubt. Of work we have our team working on it. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. So call the phone number right here. The first 15 callers, we want to get your tax planning, your retirement planning set up here in the beginning of the year, 844-657-1072. And from the the work that Brad and Joe prepared for our pregame show here, um, just a couple more reminders in there. The more you start taking in RMDs, you have additional income that will possibly increase your taxability for Social Security and pensions. There's a lot of pension plans that are here in the area, right? Your Never pension been taxed can be taxable. It. Yeah, when that stuff comes out and you're getting that check, and if you haven't accounted for that, and a lot of folks forget about that, we've got some good teachers here that 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 are working with us, and folks from from other large companies that offer pensions. A lot of times they forget. Oh. We've never been taxed on that money. You have to have that as part of your planning, and it's why it's so important for a written 
financial plan. You have to have a clear understanding of where you're going to get your income. Retirement is all about income. That's what it's about. When you walk out of that workplace and you say, hasta la vista, baby, that check no longer comes to you. Your check is coming from your investments, from what you saved. And it's why you need a clear understanding of where do you take your first distributions from? Where do you go first? Is it an individual account? Is it your IRA that you've worked so hard for? Maybe an old 401k? Is it a Roth IRA? You need to have a clear understanding of where you can access your money so you can be and stay retirement ready. And if the biggest reason you haven't called a program like this, or if you've already been listening to Brad and Joe for a long time, or have been to one of their live events, or have seen them on the television, and you haven't called because you're worried about the cost, they have stripped that away. There is no cost. Get your written financial plan prepared by a team of CFPs from Wise Money here and the team at Olson Wilson Private Capital just by calling this phone number. 844-657-1072. We're going to talk about, uh, oh, what's going on in this economy right now and what the fellas think where we're headed and uh, maybe some other professional experts giving their opinions as well. More when we get back. Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson right after this break. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital. Retirement planning strategy, wealth, taxes, all of the estate planning. Man, am I leaving anything out? Uh, we even talk about health choices and Medicare, everything you do. Actually, what you put together is a real written financial plan prepared by a team of CFPs for the folks who not only listen to your radio show, but actually come in the office and call the phone number. And that's the kind of stuff. We talk about it every single week on the radio, but you gentlemen implement it for the real folks here we in the it, area. We sleep it, live we it, eat it, we drink breathe. it, is who we Fantastic. are. Fantastic. Well, speaking of, let's, let's talk a little bit about the economy. Let's let's get this uh, oh, yes. let's get this out of the way. Um, well, well we've, you know what? We've got, let, let's get a little bit of help here. Economist Peter Schiff has got a take on the future. I think, Joe, you always say, you know, none of us have a crystal ball. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I know that you don't like fighting the Fed, though. I've, I've picked that you don't up like over fighting the last the Fed. few months. It's very clear. No, without a doubt. I mean, you do not fight the Fed. And what we are seeing, and this is what where you're seeing economists and folks on either side of this coin, uh, I, think, I think it's important to pause and realize the impact last year. When you look at the power of the Fed in raising rates as quickly as they did. It's historically one of the fastest moves we've seen, even going back, you know, 1980 with Volcker. Uh, the move was higher, but not at the velocity that Powell raised them last year. And it was absolutely detrimental to growth stocks and bond funds and bond ETFs. And when you're looking at a U.S. Treasury, the 20-year Treasury ETF that was down uh, I think at the end of the year, like down 20, almost 28, 20, I'd pulled up 28, 27%. Uh, even the 10-year U.S. Treasury ETF was down almost the same as the market, around 19%. The S&P down 19. The NASDAQ absolutely obliterated. You cannot fight the Fed, especially if you with your retirement money. And it's why it's so important to have your assets segmented out uh, and a place to go to get your income when the markets have years like they did last year. And so we're hearing the Fed project that the 75 basis point raises are are gone. Uh, but they are looking probably here in February at a 25 basis point, point raise. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we're going to see that a little bit now. How long? We don't know. I mean, Jamie Dimon thinks you could see the 10-year back over 5% pretty quickly and, and maybe even higher. So there's a lot of debate out there. Uh, Chrissy, I think you've got shift queued up. Let's, let's play. Let's hear his opinion. Well, I think people are underestimating just how bad the news is going to get. First of all, a lot of people think that inflation is going to come down. It's not. I think the decline is what's transitory. I think we're going to be making new year-over-year highs in inflation before the end of the year. And the recession that everybody denies exists is actually going to get worse. So we're going to have a weaker economy and stronger inflation. And the markets are not expecting that, and neither is the Fed. Brian Boy, Joe, I don't think that's you cheery. guys. I don't <laughs> think you guys have denied though that a recession is going on, or at least a light recession. No, we haven't. Not, I mean, we've been yeah. on we've been on national television saying that we we feel we're definitely you know looking at, in a recessionary uh, world, and and it's just the severity of that recession is is what is to come out. So. Yeah, that's depressing when you think about it. And definitely, I would agree on a couple of things. The market is pricing in a year of volatility. I will tell you that. I think we're going to have a very volatile year. I think we could, there's a chance, and what do I know? I mean, no one knows anything. When it tells you they know mm-hmm. what's going to happen, it's just what we're guessing, right? But you know, it wouldn't surprise us if we saw the market up a little bit by the end of the year. And I'll tell you some statistics on why that's the case But uh, here in a bit. But but I think we could see you know, 33, 3,400 on the S&P as it sits right around four today. Uh, very quickly see that before it goes up. So I think we're going to have volatility because there's so much uncertainty out there. And and you have the other side of that that says, oh, no, it's this is this is the time to buy. And 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 I think there's an argument for that with some of the money. We've seen a huge, huge depression in some stocks. And the bottom line is you're never going to catch the bottom. You can't. You can't catch the bottom. The issue is, is when folks over allocate because they don't have a plan, they're trying to make up for all the losses of previous years. And then they really go in. And if something bad happens on top of it, that's where you have a nightmare scenario. But I I think we've got something from uh, one United Bank CEO, uh, Kevin Cohey. I want you to play that clip. If you've got that ready for us, Chrissy, let's let's play that and hear his opinion on this. I believe the key is to be calm right now and to realize that 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 although we have some challenges, we have a bright future ahead of us. And to just not panic, study mm. your positions carefully and stick with what you believe in. It's also a time of opportunity. I mean, prices are down and when prices are down, this is the time to buy. So I think this is the time to take advantage of opportunity. So wow. here, here's what's interesting about that clip. The challenge with that clip is if you're younger, boy, I agree with them. Right. We've had mm-hmm. a huge pullback in this market and there might be another pullback. We'll keep buying in. It's very different if you are on the precipice of walking across that retirement line from your work and handing in that notice that says, I'm out of here. That's where you're trying to take some risk and you're going, wow, what if that's not correct? And the market dips back down. If you can gather one thing out of here. Both of you, I'll tell you this to you guys here. I say this all the time. You have to have a place, a piece of your portfolio that's carved out for you to get your income. That's not going to be detrimental when the market has years like we just had it. If you're talking about assets that are growth assets and you're peeling off a part of your bucket, if you will, to have growth money, I I would agree with Kevin. This is probably a good time to nibble and to go. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do that in that Roth 
account where you never have to pay tax on that growth again. But if you're looking at your overall portfolio and we're managing it all, as Brad likes to say, one big junk drawer, um, if you're wrong, that could be detrimental. Which do you think there's a right or wrong here, though? Because if you go from economist Peter Schiff, he was really dark. Kevin Cohey said, we've got a bright future ahead of us. Are they are they both right? Or well, I didn't is this hear that out of a Kevin. matter of I heard, seat and I, perspective? Yeah, I think it's pers- I didn't hear that out of Kevin. I heard out of Kevin saying, hey, this is an opportunity to look for your places to buy and to go. But again, I think that's for longer term money here. Here's what you got to understand. And this is where kind of looking back with perspective. Going back to, to World War II, 1940, 1942 to be exact, we've only had two times in history where there's been back-to-back or back-to-back-to-back negative years in the S&P 500. 1973, the market was down over 14%. 1974 was down just about 25%. We just came off the fourth worst year of the S&P in 40 years. Think about mm-hmm. that. 2008, you had the market down 30, well, I'd say 37-ish. Then you had 2002, the market down 22. You had 1974, the market down about 26. And you had the market down about 19% last year. The only other time where we saw this, it was 2000, 2001, 2002. The issue is that was almost a 40% decline in the S&P 500 over three-year time. So the question is, wow. Is it going to bounce back next year? Is it going to be flat? Is it going to be a gain? Well, if you're gambling, the odds are probably in your favor. But what if this is one of those years where there's another bad year and maybe even a worse year like we saw in 74? I mean, think about that, Spike. You just walked off mm-hmm. the requirement, retirement line. You have a million dollars. You lose 14%. Following year, you lose 26%. You haven't even taken a dollar out of that yet. Ouch. Same thing in 2000, 2001, 2002. And so perspective and time, and it's why it's so important you don't manage all of your money the same way. Well, and the reason for that is a, a lot of people do that because they don't have a plan, right? There's right. No, They're managing off of the history report, which is their monthly statement. It's just a big junk drawer. And, you know, we don't know for somebody – coming in off of the street or listening to the radio show and calling, there's no, we don't know how much should be in each bucket. It's different for every person, every situation, but it's detrimental when we have markets like we did last year, where, where people historically have just been looking at statements, looking at the balance, it's going up, everything's fine. And then last year hits there's no written plan to to determine, okay, where were we? What do we need to change? It, it, this is very dangerous stuff just to wing it. That's and right. then go, well, ex- I think it should yeah. be this way. This is exactly what you both have talked about in what is called sequence of returns risk and why yeah, exactly. you have to have a written plan. This could be two So for somebody who just went into retirement last year, and this is going into their second year of retirement. This is the classic, terrible example of sequence of returns risk. Am I correct? Yeah, it's well, called yeah, it's unlucky. a nightmare. And and you got to understand yeah. if you're taking you know the old the old John Wayne shoot from the hip four percent, you got a million dollars, and in two years the market's down forty percent. That's six hundred thousand, but it's more than that because you took out four percent last year and four percent this year. That's called going back to work. That will not last thirty five years. 
of retirement. It's why you have to have your money allocated. There has to be growth money. There has to be growth money. There has to be money that is there. That's the bucket where I take my income from. And it's not going to be impacted by negative 20, negative 30, negative 40% years in the market. Because if you do come across that, it is detrimental in long-term financial planning. Bad years will happen. Absolutely. They will happen. It's part of the forward. market. And and you have to understand that. Your plan has to understand that. And and it, it gives you a roadmap to, like Joe said, where should I take my income if the market's down 20% like it was last year? The last thing you want to be doing in in Mm -hmm. a down market, Spike and Chrissy, is Mm -hmm. have to sell when the account's down 15, 17, 18%. But do you take a job up at McDonald's? I mean, what when you're retired, you're retired, and that's why you have to segment this out. Right. Folks, call right now. We want to get you started on your own written, complete financial plan. And here's the thing about the financial plan. It's not just written out for best case scenario. They actually test it also for worst case scenarios, for things That's like right. that are happening in the markets, right? Don't you have to build in the worst case scenarios? We do. And, and one of the things I love, and we go over this and we, we sit down with folks, we, talk, we look at what their current allocation what it has done in its worst time frame. We're seeing numbers spike and Chrissy of like negative 38% and f- we had a 46% in the other day. That means the that account at that level at one mm. time was down 46%. The risk we're seeing sitting in some of these portfolios is just astronomical and why it's so important to clearly in this market, in this environment, in this economy where you got economists arguing back and forth and it's like flipping a coin, you got to have a clear understanding of where you're going to be able to get your income and how your income can last you to and through retirement and where to put money if you are going to grow it. We we love growth stocks. We love that opportunity, you but you cannot manage it all the same way. You just can't do it. And it starts with a written financial plan, complimentary, and as Joe and Brad like to say now, free, a free written financial plan that includes your investments, your taxes, estate planning. But you have to call here. You gotta let them know that you need the help. The first 15 callers, because we're broadcasting all around the greater Cincinnati area, we've gotta get this started, but there are a lot of work goes into it, even though it is complimentary to you. Call 844-657-1072. That's 844-657-1072. More Wise Money with Brad and Joe, right after this. Welcome back to Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson Wilson Private Capital, wealth management for your retirement strategy for the modern retiree, as we like to say. Why? Because your retirement today is completely different than your parents and grandparents. We're living longer. It's more complicated. And then if we go into the current issues of things like inflation and the, the volatile markets, how both stocks and bonds were down last year for the first time together in 40 years, Today's modern retiree has a more complicated landscape than your parents or your grandparents did. So call for your own written financial plan prepared by a team of CFPs from Olson Wilson Private Capital. The first 15 callers, our radio listeners, we value you so much. We want to get this into your hands for free, but you got to call us. 844-657-1072. That's 844-657-1072. Gentlemen, I keep looking at all of the different inflation numbers. And by the way, I don't know about you guys, but um, I did not last. 
I did not last week broadcast from Davos. Uh, it seems like every single year they forget my invitation to Switzerland. Um, did you guys just get back? Was it a wonderful trip? I don't know. I, the top, could, top economic minds went, but they to, didn't. You couldn't pay me to go so, over there. So no. here's, here's, here's a description of Davos. All these, all these big company executives fly their corporate jets in formation over to Davos <laughs> to talk about lowering greenhouse gas emissions. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Really? I, uh, I mean, they talk I, about I, economic stuff too, but good grief. Yeah. You know? But, so one of the people that I know was going to be there was uh, Salesforce co-founder and CEO Mark Binoff. Um, and this was just after the announcement of laying off 10% of his workforce. And this is, this is where I go to you guys that I get really confused on these inflation numbers and how it actually is our economy getting better. Is it worse? I'm looking at a list here, just, just a terrible list of the tech companies that we all use that have just massive layoffs across the country. So I know this is going to add up to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who've, who have lost their jobs. Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Twitter, Qualcomm, BuzzFeed, Kraken and Coinbase, DoorDash, Roku, Morning Brew, Cisco, Asana, Meta, Facebook, Redfin, Zillow, Zendesk, Lyft, Chime, DocuSign, Netflix, Twilio, Patreon. I don't know if you guys have your Patreon page or not, but <laughs> the, the nope. amount of companies that have gone through cutoffs this year I, I just cannot wrap my brain around how cutting people off is going to bring pricing down. So when I read these inflation numbers that say it's coming down, it, do we see a better economy throughout the rest of this year? Or is there, I mean, we can go back to uh, your friend, uh, uh, Mohammed El-Aryan, who says there's you know more pain to come. But what do you guys think? Are these inflation numbers... Is it true that you see the inflation coming down or or not so much? No, I think we're seeing, I mean, how, it, it also depends on what you're looking at. I mean, economic news show that the producer price, uh, pr producer prices are moderating. I mean, headline, it's called headline PPI, uh, came down uh, over year over year. PPI fell to 6.2% in December from 7.3 in November. The core inflation number uh, declined as well. So we're starting hmm. to see some things come down. The issue is we're also seeing things hmm. stay very stubborn and in some cases go up. Rents, rent and housing has not yeah. really moved. Uh, and it's really the things that are affecting every everybody's lives. I went, I think I told the story a few weeks ago. I mean, eggs, I love eggs. I eat eggs. It's the old country <sighs> roots. It's, it's ridiculous. And food prices are astronomical. Uh, tell a story of a, of a good friend of ours that owns several restaurants here in town, and he's absolutely getting annihilated on his margins and having to raise prices. And that is real. And it might not be in your ABC Evening News report, but it truly is affecting folks because some ways we are seeing it trend downward. The Fed raising the rates the way they did. It doesn't just happen immediately. It takes time to bleed out. But, but we were at 2% inflation. You know, let's say they get this thing down to four or three and a half. That's still a massive, massive increase year over year. Uh, and, and so when you look at what is happening with the Fed and where they're raising rates, especially in the tech world, because again, you don't fight the Fed. Growth companies got hit ridiculously hard. And some of the companies that you mentioned there, 
Yeah, you know, they've That's got mostly what you read and, off. And, and what really what you read off mm-hmm. with a lot of tech. You know, they their numbers are terrible. And so what do they do? They have to cut and they have to cut to get keep to keep their shareholders happy, if you will. And so that was jobs. I just think it's amazing. Some of these some of these layoffs are just brutal. I, I was reading a report where Google folks uh, there was an email that went out, I guess, you know, a yeah. couple Fridays ago, and mm-hmm. they show up and and oh, oh if your badge let you in, Card doesn't work, you're in, and if it doesn't work, they're like, check well, your email. You know, <laughs> ouch. Here's the thing: the capitalism and the free market economy is the greatest system in the world. Yes. Period. Eventually, the economy will adjust. It will take out inefficient companies. Uh, people will see opportunities and and benefit from that. It will readjust, and and I, I I don't think people should put too much stock in the fact that tech companies are laying off. Part of that may be, you know, just a reorganization. Part of it may be they got over their skis and they're cutting back. And I, I was and, wondering. I like that, Brad. I like that. I got over their skis. There was a lot of hiring. In 21, and and it's true. Um, so maybe the cutback is just realistic to what their actual job performance needs are. Well, you were talking, Spike. I was just letting you go. Oh, I'm, no, I was agreeing with you, sir. I I, I like I like the phrase "got over their skis," um, because uh, the Department of Labor had showed stronger than expected job growth. I guess I was just wondering where. And then to what Joe was saying, I don't know if you guys saw at the grocery store, mine uh, at the egg department said uh, limit two cartons uh, per family. So, uh, yeah, they, I, I think mine were uh, $7 for, for 12 eggs. And um, so it's just it's conflicting. It's conflicting stuff out there. And it's also befuddling the markets. Because some things like like the housing prices we have seen come down, especially around here in Cincinnati, right? Have you heard of the markets cooling off because of the higher interest rates? Uh, we haven't. We, we've definitely seen a slowdown. I haven't seen a huge move in pricing. There's been a little bit, but I do think everyone is expecting that. Things probably you know, inflated pretty heavily. Uh, but we, we're still seeing, uh, depending on the area, again, I think it's specific, we're still seeing huge demand in some areas, even with rates. Now, rates had a nice little trend backwards. Um, and I was reading reports, sound like there was some major movement, uh, folks kind of waiting on a pullback because they'd gotten so hot. And I think that's helping a little bit, but definitely we're starting to see significant slowdown in home builders and in, in refis. I mean, when Wells Fargo came out recently and I think they, they're pretty much getting out of the mortgage business, which is amazing, unless you're a client of their bank. Um, think about yeah. this, Wells Fargo Mortgage, a monster company, that has done you know, a powerhouse for decades. I mean, they survived 2007, eight and nine and they're out <laughs> that interest rate increase. They're out, they're gone. They're out. They're pretty much out of the public mortgage business. It's just mind boggling to see the move of the rate and how it's affecting the economy. Right. Where I'm curious is where do you think that job growth is, especially as the department of labor showed stronger than expected job growth. Do you think this is going back into places like, medical field and manufacturing and, I don't know. and places I don't like that. this? I, like- yeah, that I don't know. What I do know is I, I think there's still a lot of jobs that are open. Folks are looking for jobs. Uh, go back to my buddy who has the restaurants. You know, he is begging for for folks mm. uh, to, to work. I think it's dependent upon the area and the sector that you're in of the economy. Obviously, if you're working for a high-end tech, uh, they're hurting, right? They're, they're, they're not hiring. Uh, things are slowing down. But there's still segments of the economy 
I mean, we still have some really good uh, employment numbers. That's unusual when you're talking about going into a recession. But it, it, it is what it is, and, and it's never always a repeat of what's happened in the past. There was a lot of damage and pent-up done to models and into strategies when it comes to the economy when you did what we did in 2000, uh, 2020. I mean, we literally turned the light switch off on this economy. People were laid off in abundance, and we've been paying a lot of folks to stay home. I, I think you'll see the the beginning and middle part of the job market starting to flood once the government shuts off all the free income uh, bonus, if you will. And and there's some projections looking at that could be coming out here soon. I think that'll move the needle. It'll be very interesting to see uh, the employment numbers over the next four months if that starts. And one. And one more thing I want to give you guys some some fun with here, as always, and reported from the Wall Street Journal, whenever there's uncertainty like this, gold prices have been on a tear lately. Yeah, why gold and silver. Why everybody always go? Yeah. Well, why, they're, they're, why, they're, why does everybody go there in, in this uncertainty? Is it just because they're... they... Well, it's, it, to them, it's certain. It's a real asset. The, the other mm-hmm. thing that they're looking at is that the Fed has, to, has gone too far, and if they have to cut... Uh, then, then you usually see a run in in real assets. That we utilize alternative asset classes in our models. However, we do it differently. We don't we don't we don't you tell folks to buy gold and silver and carry it out in their backpack. Uh, you could <laughs> do that electronically now, and and maybe you want to have some of that money sitting aside. The challenge is, if you store it all in your basement and you want to go buy a loaf of bread because you're worried about that's truly why you're doing it. I mean, how much gold do you chip off? I mean, do you chip off a piece of the gold bar and take that to the grocery store? I, you know, it's exactly. hard. It's hard to justify that. You're usually doing it for price uh, appreciation of you're holding the real asset, and then once it's there, well, how do you get rid of it? Uh, you have to carry that bar in somewhere. What kind of commission are they taking off that? So we utilize it through different investment strategies, um, and it's it's you know, silver's been on a run. Um, it, commodity markets are very volatile. They're there and then they're gone, and so you just got to be cautious about when to be in and when to be out. Before we jump out to break, you want to tell me about the written financial plan? Where does gold fit in? Where does inflation discussion? Where does making sure that you've got your floor income? Let's talk a little bit for everybody here in Cincinnati. What exactly is the real written financial plan for retirement look like to yeah, you Yeah, well, and, and for us, and it's why it's so important that we have a written financial plan prepared by our team of CFPs, um, certified financial planners. You cannot go into retirement with a plan, quote unquote, from from a statement. It's impossible. I don't care if that statement says $2 million, $3 million. It, it, you can't go into that because you have to look at what that means when you take money out. Where do you go to get money if the market's down 25%? You know, if you got a $2 million portfolio and it's down 25%, are you really going to be taking money out of that account at the absolute where the market's just crushing it and hitting it? You have to have your dollar segment, and a financial plan will help you with that. It'll help you understand your tax liability, help you understand what hidden debt you have sitting inside that account. It's also going to help you understand the hidden risk, maybe investment risk that you're sitting on right now. It's impossible to go into retirement without clearly understanding how much money you need, how much money you have coming in, and do you have an income gap? These are everything that we cover in our written, comprehensive financial plan by our team of CFPs. 
We're going to offer it today for the first 15 callers, Spike. We can't take more than that. It takes so okay. much time to put together, but it's totally complimentary. There's no strings attached. Here's the deal. We might not want to work with you. You might not want to work with us, but I promise you, if you come in and you want to start this process, that's our. That's what we're going to do for you. We're going to give you a complimentary written financial plan. We can't take more than 15 callers right now, so call in as soon as you can. Don't worry, you won't be interrupting the broadcast. We're not going to put all, all of your financial numbers out into the airwaves right now, but we have people standing by to take your call. Take down this number, 844-657-1072. Call that phone number. You can call anytime during the week or weekend. That's 844-657-1072. For Brad, Joe, Crips, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again with more Wise Money next week. Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. The firm is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Advisory services offered through Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC are separate and distinct from insurance sales and services provided by TAP Insurance LLC.